A couple of years ago, I was taken to the hospital and they found out I had multiple strokes. After I had the multiple strokes, I learned about something that I never knew about or heard about. I've been working with uh, children who have dyslexia for several years. Uh, before I found out about dys- uh, dyslexia, I knew that there was a learning challenge that they had, but I knew I knew absolutely nothing about dyslexia. And so I signed up for a uh, program where I could actually um, get training to become a dyslexia tutor. And I did that, and it was Orton-Gillingham training. I learned a lot from it. Um, but the the one thing that, that consistently stayed with me is that the more I taught children, the more I learned about dyslexia and what they were going through. So being a tutor was very beneficial. But the change that came that made it a totally different experience was after I had my strokes. After I had the strokes, then I became what they call an acquired dyslexic. An acquired dyslexic is one that uh, dyslexia stems from brain trauma, i.e. strokes. So when, before I knew about acquired dyslexia, I would, I kept saying to my husband that I didn't understand why I was experiencing what I learned about regarding dyslexia. The different things I saw with the assimilators, the different things that I read about it, the different things that I saw children, you know, do when we were in um, different sessions, even when I was at school with students, it's just, it was a lot of similarities that I was experiencing, but I did not understand it. And it never crossed my mind, never crossed my mind that I was having dyslexia symptoms. I knew what I saw. I knew what I experienced, but I could not logically put together a reason to think that's why that I did have dyslexia, a form of dyslexia. When I found out I accidentally stumbled upon it across line, I talked to my neurologist and he told me casually, like, yes, that's what it is, acquired dyslexia. So I had to learn how to read again, the same things that I was teaching students was the same thing that I had to be taught. And it was a starting over period. And I'm so grateful and I thank God for my daughter because she was the one who started me on retraining my brain, as she called it. I was, um, she was upstairs and I was downstairs still trying to understand and make sense of everything that was happening and actually feeling shame about the fact that I couldn't read like I used to. I couldn't spell like I used to. I couldn't write like I used to. My vision was different. I was seeing different things. I was missing words here. I was replacing words here. I was creating new words. It was just a lot that was happening and it was overwhelming. And there were many times I just cried because I didn't understand what was happening to me and I didn't know what to do. So one day I was sitting at the dining room table just thinking, and my daughter came downstairs. She came flying downstairs, and I heard all her her little feet. I don't she don't have little feet, but I heard her coming down the steps, and she, she just blurted out, Mom. And I looked at her, and she said, we're going to retrain your brain. And I stared at her for a long time, and she brought to me 
all the different brain apps that I had given to her. And we sat down and started. And it was it was a lifesaver for me because that first time in trying to do those those brain games, it was horrible. I couldn't do them. I couldn't make the scores I was supposed to make. I couldn't accomplish the tasks I was supposed to do. And my daughter was very encouraged. She said, it's okay. It's okay. We'll just do some every day and you'll get better every day. So every day, morning, noon, and night, I went through some of the brain apps. Some of them was just a game, but I didn't know with these games what it was doing to regenerate and help build um, new neurological pathways in my brain until I started doing them. Because the more I did them, the more my vision improved. The more I did them, I was able to spell more again. The, the more I did them, the less omission and replacement or mistakes with words did I make. Now, did I still have challenges? Yes, I still had some. But there were a lot of things I learned how to do differently that actually helped. I ended up going to therapy, and the therapist pointed out a lot of good things uh, for me and to help me to accommodate what I was going through. So I worked on it very hard. And the reason I'm sharing this, because there's a lot more to the story, but this is the point I wanted to get to, is that even though I had, I call them like the wrecking ball in my brain, even though I had that happen to me, the one thing I learned was that there are different things that I could do to help rebuild neurological pathways to build different neurological pathways that would help me in a lot of ways. Multi-sensory tools were perfect in helping me to overcome some challenges, to work through some challenges, and the different things I now know what to do with my multi-sensory tools. When I begin to see something happening again, and it looks similar to the way it was at first, I knew then, okay, let me go do this again, or let me go use this tool. Let me go, let me go implement that. Because something that the neurologist and the therapist uh, told me was that because of what I happened, what, what happened to my brain, that stressors and environment can still have an impact on my brain right now. And so if I get too hot, then I begin to have symptoms. If I get upset, I begin to have symptoms. If I am overstimulated too much, too fast, I get the symptoms again. So it's, it's different things outside of me just having a learning challenge. It's other things that contribute to that. So what I do what I have to do is that I look at almost everything as learning tools. Everything from exercising, the way I exercise, going from the right to the left, different things. And, and I want to put that one piece in there because one of the things that was happening when, um, when I started having the strokes is that I started getting involuntary body movement. It started with my, my hand, went to my arm, my leg, and then my head. And that's what got me into the hospital. But one thing I did, one time I was uh, I was in an office with some people and it began to happen with my arm. And so what I did immediately is I grabbed the table, I grabbed the desk 
and I took my uh, left arm and I moved it across to make it like a cross pattern across my right arm. And then I kept doing it back and forth. And then the symptoms stopped. It stopped. Because what I did, I crossed the midline. Something I had learned a long time ago. And when I crossed the midline, then the symptoms subsided. So I knew then that there's something to multi-sensory tools that help a lot. I thank God um, for what the word the, the the word of God says is that He causes all things to work together for the good, and that He's given me everything that pertains to life and godliness, and that He keeps my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. So what I believe is that I am repairable. I am fixable. Does that mean that I won't ever have challenges again? No, that's not what that means. That's not what that means. But does it mean that I'm able to accommodate and to help myself with this? Yes, that's what it means. Does it mean that I can improve ever so slightly and it's still considered an accomplishment? Yes, that's what it means. So what I want everybody to believe is that there is still possibilities If you have children who have learning challenges, if you have learning challenges, don't say you're dumb. Don't say you won't ever. Don't settle for something mediocre because you know you don't think you can learn. Everybody can learn how they learn, what tools they use, when's the best time for them to learn and the best type of atmosphere or environment. Those are the key things to look at. So believe in yourself that you can learn and find the right tools for you. God bless.